want to just welcome people who joined us over the last couple of minutes here. Pastor Tim live with you here on the Fulfilled Life prayer line, the conference line, whatever term best suits you for the purposes of uh, letting you know what we're doing here today. But the bottom line is we're just worshiping the Lord and very glad to be able to be doing so on another you know beautiful Monday night that he's given us. We're blessed, you know, we're blessed to be here. I know that for, you know, some of you, it doesn't always feel like that. I know I've had even those kind of days myself where it doesn't feel like that each day is a blessing, but it is a blessing. It's, it's really an amazing thing to be alive. And you know, my next prayer is going to be that we don't let the things about life that are imperfect stop us from being joyful and believing that God is in control and that this life has beauty in it. You know, it's easy to look around and see, you know, the world seemingly on fire and people disagreeing and all the evil going on and all the sin and uh, focusing on what the enemy is doing and, you know, the victories that he ostensibly is enjoying, you know, in this um, fallen world. But at the end of the day, we, we serve a God who is in control of everything. He's never taken a loss in his entire existence, and his existence predates time and space. You know, he's always in control. He's always going to win. He's always going to thrive. And as his children, we inherit that. We inherit that thriving. We inherit that ability to, to, to win. We inherit that ability to stand firm with him. And so I just want to say that to encourage you um, and pray that God will help us to just embrace that. Embrace this reality that we're in a good position. Embrace that reality that life's good. Embrace that, that reality that um, we can uh, be positive, that we can live in, in, in a world with, uh, with crooked and perverse people, as the scripture says, and still, you know, feel a lightness in our lives, a joy, a lightness, you know, just to move forward, just feeling light, feeling happy, feeling joyful. And there, there are so many, there, yeah. I don't know if you ever come across a person like this, but I've met people in my life who their spirit they carry is so light that you'd never know some of the traumas they've been through. You know, with all the darkness in, that there is in the world, they, they they walk around like they're like a walking, like, you know, nightlight. It's like they just walk around with light inside them. And as believers, we'll be able to be like that. That even in the midst of the challenges, even in the midst of all the things we see around us, even with the fact that we've all been through a lot, to be able to walk around and with a light spirit. She just say, you have a heavy burden on you? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come to me if you're heavy laden with the burden. And some of you might be coming with burdens tonight, but we're going to get an agreement that we're not going to let those burdens hold us down anymore. We're going to take his, his yoke if his yoke is easy. And the burden he gives us is not too heavy to carry. Heavenly Father, Thank you that your yoke is easy. Your burdens light, Lord. Father, we just thank you, God, today. We honor you today, Lord. We ask, Father, that your joy would be within us today. We ask it would be your joy, Lord. Father, we pray that despite what any of us have gone through, 
whatever traumas, difficulties, disappointments, fears, that we would not allow that to taint our experience living in a beautiful earth with a beautiful opportunity to know an amazing God who extends his love unto us as his children. Jesus, we just want to thank you. Ask you, Lord God, that your joy would dwell, dwell within us, that a light spirit would fall upon us, that the light of God would shine from within us and chase away every darkness and every dark corner of this world, that wherever we go into, even if it's a dark place, that light will follow. Maybe for some of us, God, we haven't always lived like that. Maybe at times, Lord God, we let the darkness in the world cause us to feel down, cause us to feel dark on the inside, cause us to feel unhappy, worried, fearful on the inside. We pray that those days will finally end, starting right this instant. In Jesus' mighty and precious name. We pray that this is a day that the Lord has made and that we will rejoice and be glad in it. In the mighty and precious name of Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for your healing. I pray, Lord, for a healing. I pray for a healing, Lord. For anyone who's on here today and you're feeling like it's just so hard to let go of a, of a past hurt, you know, a past hurt, maybe someone's hurt you, maybe you've been through a situation that hurt you, that maybe was unfair, maybe you made a mistake and it's been hard to. Think of yourself for that mistake and that that's caused a hurt in your life. But the Lord's saying that today, I can heal that. The fear of making that mistake again, you can heal that. Oh, Lord Jesus, just heal that. The fear of making that mistake again, heal that fear. The fear that you'll be disappointed again, Lord God, I pray you just heal that in the name of Jesus. Lord God, just the fear of the unknown, Lord God, of having to suffer a trauma again. Lord God, I just pray that you just Totally, completely remove that, Lord. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. Our minds are renewed. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over every single person, their mind, body, and soul. They won't have to fear any kind of issue of a recurring problem. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are good. In your mercy, it endures forever. Wow. Wow, God, you're so good. Father, we thank you, God. You're so good. Praise God. In Jesus' name, and amen. Once again, I just want to welcome all those who joined us over the last couple of minutes here, Pastor Tim, with you here tonight. Um, I definitely want to welcome all those who are with us and just say that God really is good. He really is. Um, if anybody is on the line and you want to pray with us, you know, we'll take some time later for prayer requests, meaning and say like you might have say like a specific prayer need. Is there anybody who wants to help to lead us in prayer or lead us in a song or lead us in worship in any way? You can hit star then five on your phone right now. And if you want to lead us in a prayer um, for the whole group, you know, I just want to let you know that the, the door is open to you. I'm always willing to, you know, uh, leave a space for some of these other great saints on this call to jump in here so don't be shy if that's you you feel like hey i just want to lead a, you just want to lead a prayer but something the lord's put on your heart or you just want to pray over us or whatever you can hit star five um and we can handle that but later down the line what we're also going to do is we're going to leave some time just for your specific prayer request say if you want to receive prayer for a family member or a friend or something of that nature um but anyway um 
just for those who may be first-time callers or dialing in for the first time, what we like to do in this session is spend some time in prayer. Usually, you know, if there are some of our other prayer warriors, prayer leaders um, who want to uh, list up a, a specific um, uh, topic or topics for us to cover, um, those prayer, other prayer warriors other than myself will, will lead those that section of prayer. I'll do a bit of a devotional of just kind of looking at the Word of God, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up usually with um, your prayer request. But um, just wanted to just um, say that for those who may have a couple of first-time callers in here tonight. Uh, but in the meantime, between time, let's just continue to give God praise um, and just ask that God would open up the eyes of our heart as we get ready to look at his word. Um, he has a word for you tonight um, from the book of, of Matthew. Um, but we'll get into that in a moment. Father, we thank you. Jesus. We are your children. We belong to you. We are only your children, Lord. We don't belong to anyone else. We're not children of darkness. We're children of light. We are co-heirs with Christ. For that, we thank you, Lord. Our minds are secure. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. We ask, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, right now, that the words we say would be more than anthems, more than just sayings, God, it's more than a saying. We call ourselves children of the Most High. We mean it, Lord God. Fortify us, Lord. Your protection over our families, a hedge of protection, a strength around us, Lord God. A dogged determination, Lord God, a ravenous appetite for more of you, Lord Jesus. The strength, Lord God, to abate every single attack of the enemy, the authority to handle snakes and scorpions with ease, to trample down the lions and the fierce serpents that would come against us, Lord. We pray, Lord God, that your strength is within us. It's welling up inside of us, God. And as we get ready to hear the word of God tonight, our prayer. My prayer, Lord, is that you just open up our hearts to receive it. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, what we're going to do now, Pastor Tim here, once again, for all those of you who just joined, uh, we're going to take a look at the at the Word of God here, and then we're going to take your, your specific prayer requests before we wrap up for the night. Um, where I want you all to turn, as I was alluding to earlier, is the book of Matthew. You know, I think we'll be tonight in the book of Matthew 17. Matthew 17. We're going to be looking at Matthew 17, verse 14. Um, it's the verse um, that describes, the series of verses that describes when Jesus heals a demon-possessed boy. It says here, When they arrived at the foot of the mountain, a huge crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, because he has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. 
Jesus replied, you stubborn, faithless people. How long must I be with you until you believe? How long must I put up with you? Bring this boy to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon and the boy, and it left him. And from that moment, the boy was well. After the disciples asked Jesus privately, why couldn't we cast out that demon? You don't have enough faith, Jesus said. I assure you, even if you had faith that smells a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. I want to pause and, and um, decompose these scripture verses that we read here. Because, you know, I read this, you know, on the beach or something in, in um, some Caribbean island over the weekend when I was out. And it really resonated with me in, in a different way. I read this verse, and it, it had a significant and profound impact. And I'm praying that all of you really and truly let this hit home, like into the very depths of your heart today, what the Lord's going to open us up to. But um, in a different passage or a different one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I think it's in the book of Mark, it tells this same story. And the, the twist is that Jesus says to them, this type of spirit, this type of demon can only be cast out with prayer and fasting. So um, that's an interesting teaching from Christ that certain kinds of afflictions, things that bother us, spirits that would bother us, right, afflictions basically, can only be adjusted or cast out if a person is engaging in very regular prayer and fasting as Jesus was. Because when we pray and we fast, it essentially strengthens our anointing. It makes us more powerful, in other words. We're able to be more effective in terms of praying for healings of, of various kinds. That's one thing I'd like to point out to you, even though it doesn't talk about the fasting in this passage. I just want to make sure I mention that. The other thing I want to mention is the association between the driving out of unclean spirits and the gift of healing, right? So it, the the man says, I brought my demon-possessed son to your disciples, Jesus, but they couldn't heal him. Um, that's not just a random, blase choice of words. It is a very clear illustration of the fact that the healing ministry includes the ability to heal people suffering from the kind of, you know, mental attacks that this young boy was suffering from because these mental attacks would cause him to either have seizures or throw himself into fire or into water and harm himself, basically. I wanted to point out those two things just as like a frame of reference. I didn't want to ignore those things. That's not the main sort of teaching point here that I that I wanted to talk to you about today, but... I feel like sometimes when you look at a verse, even if your main teaching point isn't, you know, exactly, you know, the first things you mention, you should still mention uh, those initial points because it can still be helpful for people. So I wanted to make those two points about what the what the word teaches about fasting in order to overcome afflictions um, and also what the word says about healing in the context of healing um, one another of spiritual forms of oppression, basically. Um, but, but the real interesting part that just sort of floored me is what Jesus said um, in verses 17 and then again in verse 20. He says, you didn't have enough faith. 
the reason why you couldn't heal this boy, the reason why you couldn't stop his afflictions, the reason why you couldn't draw out that evil spirit is because your faith wasn't strong enough. That is so critical to me, in part because usually when I read the scripture or when I think of the story, I think of the part where Jesus talks about the fasting component, right, which is the part that a lot of people would tell this story really like to focus on, which is that, yeah, um, the disciples couldn't um, heal this boy because they weren't fasting and praying enough, which was true. But the other thing is that when you look at this story from the book of Matthew, the perspective of Matthew, it doesn't reiterate or it doesn't harp on the fact that the fasting was the issue as much as that the faith was the issue, the lack of faith. And in verse 17, it's unbelievable. Jesus says, you stubborn, faithless people. He calls them stubborn. So they couldn't heal a boy of demonic affliction. And realistically, Many of us don't even regularly see people get healed of these kinds of things. I mean, usually if you see this kind of a healing, you think of the person who's the vessel that God uses to bring about that healing as like a very, very advanced Christian or somebody who's really in tune with God. My point being that even though this would appear to be the kind of discipline or, for lack of a better term, ability that we associate with extreme closeness to Christ, Jesus looked at it and he said, if you can't perform this kind of simple act of healing someone from a demonic form of oppression, then you're just a stubborn, faithless person. He said you're stubborn, and the reason why that stood out so much and the reason why that stands out so much is you can just literally picture Jesus talking and saying, how, what do I have to do to, for you people to just start to believe that you have what it takes to heal one another? Like, are, are you that committed to the notion that you don't have what it takes to heal one another, that you refuse to believe that you can? That's why the word stubborn is important here. Because it's like Jesus basically saying, why is it that no matter what I tell you, why is it that no matter how many times I tell you, you have the ability to heal each other, that you refuse to believe it? That is what I found to be just incredibly fascinating looking at this scripture. is Jesus and his disdain for what he calls stubbornness because people didn't believe that they had what it takes to heal. So the bottom line of what I'm trying to say here today is let us not be stubborn in our unbelief. Let's allow ourselves to believe that Jesus is telling us the truth, that we can heal that we can be strong, that we do have authority over all the forces of darkness. Let's get to a point where we're not so stubbornly not believing, where we can continue to read the same verses over and over again in the Bible. 
of how Jesus can move mountains, he can do anything, and how we're conquerors and how we're the head and not the tail, and still refuse to believe that we're the head and not the tail. Um, what's interesting, and I was saying this to um, my wife earlier when I was reciting this verse to her, was that the disciples didn't refuse to pray for the boy. They just were prayed for the boy, and it wasn't effective. So, in other words, what I'm saying is they prayed in Jesus' name that the boy would get healed, and he didn't get healed because they didn't really believe in their heart of hearts that the boy would be healed. What I'm going to pray over us today is that we'll get to a place in our hearts where we're so sure that Jesus can do it for us that we're not going to be afraid at all. We're not going to worry that it might not happen. We're going to be totally convinced that it will happen. So get in agreement with me as we pray over this. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just pray concerning this matter and, and all that we've been learning about and thinking about today. Pray, Father, that we would have faith, that we would not be so stubborn in our unbelief, and that we would know and believe, Lord God, that you have given us the ability to stand firm no matter what we face. We thank you, Father, for all that you have done. In Jesus' mighty and precious name we pray. Amen. But that being said, uh, before we close here, I always want to leave time for us to cover prayer requests and things of that nature. If anyone has a prayer request, hit star five to raise a hand and let's cover that prayer request now. In Jesus' mighty name. Hit star five once again if you have a prayer request. Let me take a look and see if we have any hands up here um, regarding prayer requests. Here at least one hand. I'm from Sister Arlene. Hey, Arlene. Good evening, Pastor Tim. I need um, God to give me more. That that scripture was very uh, helpful to me. And, you know, I learned a lot from it because sometimes I really need my faith to grow more. So I ask God to give me more faith and release it to me. And I'm praying for peace, peace. I like to have peace in this world we are living into with so much gun violence going on. It's very upsetting. And peace in my home and all over the nation, in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great prayer. Um, let's let's pray over that. Um, Father, we just want to thank you for us, Sister Arlene. We just ask that you, oh, Heavenly Father, would just bless her with more. An outpouring of this more faith, Lord. Um, with the world going on around us and so much craziness, we understand how our sister could sometimes just feel like more faith is needed. We ask you would increase her faith, not be discouraged, not believe that she doesn't have what it takes, not believe that it's not going to work out, but to know that it's going to work out, to believe wholeheartedly that it's going to work out, to be 100% sure that it's going to work out in Jesus' mighty and precious name. We thank you, Father, because it will work out for her. It is destined to work out for her. It is going to work out for her. And Heavenly Father, we know, Lord God, that you're going to give an increasing of faith in her life. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, we have prayed. Pour out your anointing, God, of more faith on her. In Jesus' mighty name. And amen. We also pray for her peace, peace of mind. 
in this world where it's so hectic with gun violence with all kinds of other forms of just um, terrible things we see on the news or we hear about through word of mouth. And we just pray, Father, that you, we just bless her mind with peace. Bless her mind so that she can breathe easy. Bless her mind so that she can um, walk with her head held high. Strengthen her, Lord God. Give her that, that, that light and easy yoke to carry, Lord, so it doesn't feel there's a huge burden on her shoulders. Protect her and lift her up. In Jesus' mighty and precious name we pray, O oh God. And amen. And we ask also, Lord God, for your peace to permeate every single faction of human life here in the United States of America and across the world. You protect us, Lord God. You're the Prince of Peace. Let your peace be administered throughout this entire great nation. And protect your children. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Arlene. Um, I didn't see any additional hands up. Um, but what I want to do here is just close us up with just a word of prayer. Just more broadly again. Usually pray for protection. I think tonight the the operative word here would be um, faith and strength. You know, that God will impart within us a, a faith. You know, um, it's one thing for us to pray for protection, but to believe that you're protected is different. It's one thing for us to pray um, for authority, but to believe that we've actually received the authority is different. You know, the Lord has given to his disciples the authority to cast out spirits, to heal people, the sick, to raise people from the dead, you know, far before they ran into this instance with the boy. So they knew that they had been given these things, but when it came time to exercise their faith, that's where in this particular moment they lacked it. But what I would say is to encourage your hearts is that the same disciples, Peter and, and you know, James, John, Matthew, the ones who, who were unable to heal the boy the first time, later on became the same disciples who uh, were so anointed that, you know, people could touch their handkerchief, right, or, 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 or cross paths with their shadow and be healed, meaning, in other words, they went from being people who were unable to heal in a moment when they didn't have faith, people who their faith was so great that, you know, just being in their mere presence could help you get healed. And that is something I'm saying to you as an encouraging word that you would know that maybe, you know, up to this point you haven't believed. Maybe you have been stubborn. Maybe you've had those moments where at some moment you, you really believe the word of God, then later when you faced a hard time where the enemy started hitting back at you, you stopped believing. But let me tell you right now, God never lies. And if you will get in agreement with God that he's given you all you need to stand firm, to be a winner in this life, you're going to win. Um, there's nothing the enemy can do to stop you or people can do to stop you. Heavenly Father, I just pray over your children today. I pray that every single one of us, myself included, would be strong in faith, not stubborn. Believing, God, that you've given us the ability to heal ourselves, heal others, protect our minds, drive out demons. Stand strong, Lord God, in the face of adversity. Resist temptation, Heavenly Father. Um, win over all darkness. Handle snakes and scorpions with ease. Trample on fierce lions under our feet. Lord God, we honor you. We are your children. We don't let the devil teach us anything. 
in the name of Jesus. That's my declaration for all of us tonight in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, bodies, and souls. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that our faith would be increased. That to the extent we're stubborn, we're stubborn to ensure that we never turn from you. We're stubbornly pursuing you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.